Welcome to the podcast, Debunking the Sexes. I'm your host, Lauren Turner. It's about 8 p.m. on a Monday night. I'm in my living room with two very special guests who are helping me start off this podcast, which we'll dive into in a moment. Tonight is the first episode of three, so be sure to tune in for more. Without any more waiting, here is Debunking the Sexes. Okay, so I'm here with Anna Corey and Charlie Baldwin. How you doing? They are some of my close friends, and they are actually a couple, so this should be interesting. We're going to dive in just right away. The first question is, what does someone wear slash eat on a date? (laughs) I think you should take this, the first question. So are we going like first date or just... First date, for sure. Five dates in, what are we thinking? Date number one, right? Date date number one. Date Date number one definitely depends on... The couple or like what kind of place they're going to but I think for the first date you really got to impress <laughs> your guy so I always like to look presentable do my hair makeup um, and then depending on like if we're going to a restaurant or whatever else we're doing I'll dress accordingly but gotta look good gotta impress your guy so if you're going to like say a fancy steak dinner what are you wearing Oh, man. I'm not much of a dress kind of gal, but I probably would pull one out. I'd pull out all the stops for Yeah, you, you definitely would pull out a dress, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I would. You wouldn't show up in, like, jeans and, like, a jacket. You'd show up in no. probably, like, a nice sundress, depending on if it's nice Depending outside. on the weather, too. That's also a huge <clears throat> factor, but, like, a nice jacket on top. Well, we're talking or... about, like, the summer. Who would go on dates in the winter? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes on dates in the winter. No. You just hibernate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What about you? I don't know. I think I would... I like to wear, like... I think slacks might be a little too much, but some type of like nice like khaki or um, some type of like uh, pants that are like that. And then I would wear obviously like a collar shirt. Maybe, maybe if I was feeling good, like a tie. But depending, but depending on if it's a steak dinner, if it's a steak dinner, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, and then I would wear really nice pants, like or really nice shoes, like Dockers, but. I don't agree with, like, the modern uh, first date where the dude dresses up as, like, he wears a full-on tracksuit and wears, like, $300 <laughs> like Jordans. Style. Yeah, like, I don't think you should wear anything other than, like, something, like, your best. You should spend a lot of money on your first date outfit. Yeah, but just because it's expensive doesn't mean it looks good. Like don't... No, like, the phrase, though, like, you spend a lot yeah. of money, like, you know it's going to look good. Instead of, like, oh, I'm going to spend, like, $500 on a pair of basketball shoes. You should spend, like... Almost that much on like I guess a nice suit, but I don't think you should be wearing a tracksuit in Jordans. <laughs> Which is it has become very modern, where yeah. it's kind of like you know the girl buys the expensive Lululemons and the guy <laughs> buys the what are they yeah. like the Jordans or some whatever. Nikes or whatever. I think I you and I are just very traditional and like we want to look good. And we just kind of have that more traditional sense of what looks good. Like a girl wears a dress and a guy wears nice shoes and like yeah. nice pants. And if we are going to go on like a cool walk through the park or like have a picnic, then wear your like super expensive workout stuff, you know, like there's just mm-hmm. a time yeah. and a place for just for to impress outfits. nice pants, nice shoes, collared shirt. Mm-hmm. So then but when down. it comes down to eating on a first date, because I know like sometimes like girls, you know, there's the idea of like, I need to have, you know, a salad with one crouton on it. So oh gosh, like, you, like you're not going for the ribs or the burger. I had an almond this morning. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All I had so, today was an iced coffee. Literally. So like, what <laughs> is your take on that? Because it's kind of like, you know, like a guy is like, if I want a burger, I'm going to get a burger. But like, 
and you know it's becoming normal now where girls are like you know I can eat a burger like you know whatever but there still is that you know back of the head kind of like should I order this out or should I order like something well I'm gonna order whatever I want to order and I don't agree also with that stereotype of like the woman should eat a salad and hardly anything and I also don't like it when like girls think like oh I can eat whatever I want and then buys like a giant steak and shoves like shoves your face and is like fuck that stereotype like I so think, there needs to be like a balance between like you can't yeah, be showing off by eating a burger but if you want a burger and you're not showing off it's fine yeah get, like just get what you want what about what do you think Coming I think from the girl for side, me well, now that you and I have been dating for a very long time, I, like, really don't care. But if we're talking first date, I probably am going to be thinking more so about, like, what's going to make me bloated. So, like, no matter what I get, I'm going to get something where I still feel, like, my best self and confident after dinner. So, you know, whether that be a salad or a soup or, like, just a sandwich or whatever, like, I'm going to get what I enjoy eating, which happens to be kind of dainty picky anyways. But my headset head space whatever you call it is more about feeling good afterwards yeah definitely definitely so next topic then after first date like this is kind of more of like stereotypes in general like when you like target one group so there's always like this idea that like guys aren't allowed to show emotion or they don't want to show emotion so like charlie when it comes down to it like do you feel like you're okay showing emotion or like do you have to be around like loved ones or friends in order for you to show that emotion like versus that's actually interesting yeah Yeah, you know like yeah i think you should be around well for me i'm an emotional dude and (laughs) i don't really like shy away from showing emotion but i also don't show myself to like like people i don't know strangers and like i don't want to like, if I just meet someone and I'm hanging out with them and we're talking and having a conversation, I'm definitely not going to, like, you know, tell them about my feelings from the fifth grade when I fell off the slide and hurt my knee. Like, I don't want to <laughs> talk about that. So, so what about, like, the idea of crying then? Like, would you cry in public? Because I feel like a lot of guys don't. But, like, say you're at the movie theater and there's a really sad scene of, like, I don't know. We're going to oh, go deep, yeah. like a mom dying or something. Like, would you feel comfortable crying or would you be like, I can't cry. I've got to bottle up my emotions. No, I'll, I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry with a good movie. And I'll, I'll just, yeah, I don't really mind. Like, I, I obviously don't like the idea of crying for myself just because I don't like showing weakness. But I also don't mind crying in front of people, in front of like my loved ones. Like, it's if I need to and then I'm going to have to do it, so... Definitely, definitely. What about you? Like, from the girl side, like, do you think guys show emotions a lot? Or are you kind of, like... Because I feel like as a girl, I've always been, like, I feel like they don't really show emotion and that they have that stereotype, but, like... Yeah, I think the stereotype definitely exists. And no matter how often girls are, like, we don't care, we want you to show your emotions, like... Or it doesn't matter. Guys are still going to hold back because that's just such an ingrained stereotype in them. Yeah, 100%. But... I hate it. I want guys to be emotional. Like, I mean, not yeah. over the top, like still be strong, but like it's also not a sign of weakness. I think that also shows a different kind of strength to be willing to talk about your feelings because it also pours into relationships whether it be like with your family, your friends or in an actual like, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend relationship whatever. Like, if you're not able to communicate your feelings and emotions, you're going to have problems. So like 
Yeah, yeah, and if you have, like, if you feel emotions in, like, one aspect of life, if you're a person who can't compartmentalize that, it's going to spill over to every part, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel work stress, it's going to, you know, translate over to, like, school stress, and you mm-hmm. can't perform well on a test, or same with, like, a girlfriend. Like, if you're stressed with a job, like, you're going to come home and, like, still think about that job and not think about that girlfriend who needs, like, your attention. Yeah, which is so interesting because I feel like nowadays, like, everyone kind of thinks that. Like, they're, like, you know, like, you're allowed to open up, like, regardless kind of thing. But it's still one of those things in the back of the head that people still do kind of, like, are you allowed to? Are you not? Like, so it's very interesting. So, like, on the other side, then, for girls, girls tend to be more emotional. We have that, I mean, that's a stereotype for us. And then... You know, there's that draw, like, so I guess what I'm trying to ask is, so where do you draw the line? Because sometimes, like, girls are um, too talkative or too emotional, and then it's kind of like, can you shut up? And then there's, like, the other side where it's like, you know, a girl shows one emotion, it's like, are you on your period? Like, and then it's like a whole nother debate. So, like, for girls, I guess, so, like, where's the line for emotion between both sides, kind of? I don't know. I kind of have a lot of feelings towards this because I tend to think with my heart and my emotions and act upon that more so than my, you know, my mind. So I definitely know that I can be a very emotional person and I think that that is okay and that's a very normal thing. But I also think there's something to be said for like knowing how to control your emotions and like kind of tone it down. But I think the thing that gets girls really upset is when people are like, oh, like chill, like calm down like you're just on your period or something like that it's like don't tell me to chill like I'm gonna feel the emotions I feel and I can't control how I feel <laughs> speaking from experience um yeah. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. you know what I'm saying though yeah. like it's just I don't know you're gonna feel your emotions in the heat of the moment and I think that's totally okay but like what you choose to do after those emotions is where it really matters so mm. I think it's okay like I'm all for people having their emotions but also knowing when not to just go overboard and like basically spill out everything onto people like when not to bombard someone like yeah. you know when yeah. you like need to talk and know when you're like just being over dramatic kind of yeah. right like don't be over dramatic and don't go to the extent where you're just literally talking about your same emotion for hours and people are like all right I'm over it like yeah. <laughs> we get it Definitely. so anyways. what about you from the guy side because I feel like you know we are such emotional creatures out there, girls, you know, so. He's also no, yeah. very good with dealing with me with my emotions, so <laughs> thank you for emotions, that. Emotions drive a lot of actions and a lot of, uh, it's a big motivating factor behind a lot of decisions that people make. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to, for some people to keep it, <clears throat> to keep it under wraps and to keep it, um, like, like what Anna said, like find that balance between like keeping it under wraps but also showing it. Because that's, that's easier said than done because for sure I think for me, I'll definitely like feel a lot of emotions and stress and stuff and it like, I put it in a box and then as soon as it overflows, like it comes out and Anna's known, like <laughs> that box, like she's emptied out that box a few times mm-hmm. and like had to be seen with it. So she's probably speaking from experience, but. Okay. So next question. Do you think there's a stereotype, um when working out um yeah I feel like whenever I go to the gym well maybe not specifically like work like whether or not they go and work out but I feel like when you go to the gym all you see girls do is butt day leg day <laughs> they do squats they do leg extensions they 
get on all fours and raise their butt like somehow like it's always revolved around <laughs> their butt and dudes go to the gym and all they do is work on their arms and but and why their chest. why do you think females do that for sex appeal 100 percent. like why else like i mean why like you said like uh like before a while ago you said the fact that like you played soccer so why, why like why else would you work out your upper body besides that and like you want your butt to look good and why do you want your butt to look good? Just to look, not like, not like targeting you, Anna, at all. But I'm saying like, <laughs> going back to how you like never worked your upper upper body because of soccer. Like maybe that translated over to after sports, like just working your lower body. But then it, I like the main ideal right there is just sex appeal. Is like I want to make my butt look good. I want to make make my waist as thin as possible, and I want to make myself as light as possible for someone to for a guy to pick me up and think my ass looks good. Which is interesting because on the female side, I feel like it's totally different. I feel like we kind of, like when you go to the gym, I feel like a lot of girls go in kind of nervous. Like, Anna, wouldn't you say kind of, because, you know, there's always kind of that thing where like females want to look good and we want to genuinely work out for our health. But then when we go to the gym, it's kind of like if we're bodybuilding or doing weights, it's like what is she doing yeah like I just think that it's always going to depend on the person because in my opinion working out should be about you feeling good and not you know your physical appearance and unfortunately you know a lot of working out does become okay well I need to look like physically good you know like I need my appearance needs to look good but I think like working out really should be more about how you feel on the inside than the outside but I, at the same time, it's like there are, there's always going to be like some internal motivation to want to look good for whatever reason. And like, you know, like if you're single and you're at the gym, like, yeah, you're going to want to look good and try to impress the guys and the guys, there's a reason why they're like, you know, they wear all the good stuff and they're like, yeah, I'm going to be on the first floor, like lifting heavy weights. Cause they want to look good for the girls too. Like it's just human nature, you know? Yeah. But I also think on the other side of it. You know, as a girl, I'm like, I'm not going to go down to the first floor where all the meatheads are. Like, I'm going to go do my, like, little Pilates and, like, you know, my nice toning things. I'm going to go on the third floor and do, you know, treadmill, whatever. So I think there are kind of, like, stereotypes when it comes to what types of workouts mm. guys and girls do. I don't know when you agree. I mean, you don't necessarily mind that much because you're kind of like, I'm well, going to do what I want, but... Why, like, do you avoid the first floor specifically because you like toning? Or do you avoid the first floor because you feel... I feel intimidated like, yeah. and I don't want to be, like, looked at as weak and, like, okay, you can't squat the bar. Like, whatever. I'm going to go do something in a place where I feel more comfortable. And, but it's also just personal preference. Cause yeah, for you, I feel like that's, like, you aren't going strongly for sex appeal to, to like make yourself look attractive at that point you're like actually wanted to go to the gym to make yourself feel better about yourself and to like be healthier and to exercise for health and like health and wellness mm -hmm. at that point mm -hmm. yeah it's just I feel like it's just so interesting because you could look at it from both ways like a female can look at a guy lifting weights and be like oh he's trying to show off and then like you know a guy could look at a girl doing the same thing and be like oh she's trying to show off yeah so it's just very interesting that like when you go into a gym you know like 
there's just so many considerations when you walk in. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where am I going to start? But um, so you mentioned Pilates, Anna, when it comes to classes like, you know, Pilates, Zumba, whatnot, they tend to be more female driven. Yeah. So Charlie, what are you like your thoughts? Like, are you going to head to a Pilates class or Zumba class? Or are you sticking to like CrossFit kind of thing? Mm, yeah. I'd rather <laughs> go to CrossFit than Zumba. I mean, I, when I first met Anna, like, she really wanted me to go to Zumba, and she, like, I said yes just to impress her, and I felt like an absolute, like, nut going in there, and, like, shaking my hips and stuff, and, like, I was just, uh, yeah, I feel extremely insecure when I go to Zumba, but I did it just for her, and... It's very sweet of you. Yeah. So Zumba and, like, Pilates, going back to my physical therapy days, when I worked at the physical therapy clinic, like... Pilates is hard, and I before I worked there, like I thought Pilates was just to go and you know tone your butt and do some abs, and it wasn't for health or wellness or like personal development. It was just for to look really hot. And after I worked at the physical therapy place, that was it was like one out of the out of the one of the four locations that I worked at, which each location had a different specialty of rehab. One of them was Pilates, and that was the hardest thing to learn. It was like we had Pilates, one of those uh, Pilates trapeze um, sliding bed things that we did. Um, probably wasn't a good description, but still, like mm-hmm. it was probably harder than a, a CrossFit workout. I mean, yeah. so it totally changed my mind about, you know, it's not maybe it's just, it's just not to like look good. Maybe it's like you really want a, a full body hardcore workout just to make your make make yourself healthier yeah. and fitter or and more fit. So, but do you feel like it's a girl thing though? Yeah, I was going to say, would you, like, go into a Pilates class, or would you feel like, I can't be here because I'm a guy? Before that day, I went to Zumba for the first time. I wouldn't go to Pilates because I felt like it was a chick thing. And then after working at physical therapy, I would definitely do it. Because I'm like, well, do I want, like, for me, it's like, should I go to CrossFit and do, like, a high impact, probably being really sore for the rest of of the week, or go to Pilates and get the same exact workout but feel better? So mm-hmm. from after, after there's like stages of where I believed that it was a girl thing and stages where I didn't. And now I think that it's kind of for everybody. Yeah. But I still think that the majority of people believe it's a, it's just, women driven. Yeah. It just comes down again to like just the initial working out when you walk into a gym, it's like, what floor am I going on? Where like, you know, am I intimidated on this floor versus this floor? Is this a guy floor? Is this a gr- like a girl floor? Like, it's, it's like just, clicks in high school almost like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Last question for the night. So this is kind of just a broad one about like marriage and or, you know, future when you're living, you know, male and female, there's always these gender roles like, you know, men go to work and provide for the family and like girls stay at home and cook. I mean, coming into now, like it's not like that at all. I feel like there's a huge variety and a good mix, but you know, what are your thoughts on like all that kind of stuff? Just to bring it back to the OG days, I guess you could say. <laughs> I guess for me, I grew up in a very like traditional dad goes to work, mom stays at home and raises the kids and like does the cooking and stuff. But on the contrary, like my dad also does a lot of the cleaning and a lot of the laundry. So I've kind of grown up in kind of a mix of the two. Um, and I think that I still kind of like the idea of like, the man being the head of the house and like providing for the family and like being that strong rock and support. Like I, 
for sure want that in my future marriage. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, okay, I'm expected to do all the cooking and the cleaning because I'm the woman. Like, I think that if the guy likes to cook, he can cook. And I for sure want his help with the cleaning. So well, I think you threw that traditional idea at the window when you decided to go to UNR and your dream is to open up a speech clinic and like run it and own it and be the head of it. Yeah, and I think, like, I can just as much provide for myself, and, like, I'm planning on doing a, you know, I'm hoping to become a very successful clinician in my field, so it's not that I can't provide for myself, but I still really want, you know, I think, I believe in the gender roles, you know, roughly, but I also think that they can be permeable, so. Definitely, definitely. What about you, Charlie? No, same. I, I agree that the, that the guy is supposed to be... Um, kind of the head of the household like brings home the bacon but it's also it's also I also think that like the women should also have some empowerment and like as much as the guy like have as much responsibility around the house it doesn't I don't really think that it's uh, specific to like a chore like you know taking out the trash or doing the cooking I think that as long as like as long as it's, as, as it's a, like a good balance of responsibilities and duties around the house I think that's what's the most important. I don't believe that the woman should strictly iron the man's, you know, college yeah. shirt before work or, like, pack him lunch and send him off and then wait at home for him. And So, like, if the female wants to be the hard worker, she'd be the hard worker. If the male does, he can. <clears throat> or, like, Yeah, but don't, you know, but don't get me wrong. Like, both of them need to work hard. Like, yeah. No, no, no. 100%. Just, yeah. yeah, that's what I was kind of saying. It's just, like, it is very 50-50. So, like, if the man wants to cook a meal tonight, let the man cook a meal tonight. If yeah. the female does, let the female. Like, it's very, like you said, like it's a great balance kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and it's all up to like I think, the couples, um, the couples preference of what they want to do. Like I love cooking, you know, hates cooking, and I so love cooking. So it kind of works out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I think it's just whatever they want to do and whatever they're good at. Yeah. So definitely. So like kind of wrapping it up, um, how do you guys think gender roles are nowadays? Kind of thing. Like, I feel like there's a very, there's a medium, there's a 50-50. I feel like we've come a long way, but do you think that we could have more improvement? I mean, there's always improvement to be made. And I think as much as we want it to be 50-50, it not, it's not always that way. But I think as long as we're striving for that uh, and we all have respect for each other, no matter what gender we are, then, you know, we're all better off. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, there's support all around now, kind yeah. of. I mean, like you said, there's always room for improvement, but oh, yeah. we have come a long way. No, but yeah, thank you guys for coming on today. No problem. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thank you for listening. Next episode, we talk about what the other sex wants to know. So stay tuned for that. I hope you have a fabulous week. I'm Lauren Turner, and this was Debunking the Sexes. Hey.